Remember, the customer's always right. <laughs> I'm your host, Althea, and you're listening to Just the Tip. Welcome to Just the Tip, episode 12. I am here today with a special friend. We've kind of been on and off, posting each other's stuff on Instagram, supporting each other a little bit. We've never really talked, never met each other. But, you know, now that we both have podcasts, we're, we're sending out the love and the good vibes, and he's here today to have a little chat with me. So, without further ado, welcome Johnny Blaze. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm really excited that you DM'd me and wanted to do this. Oh, yeah, no problem. I've been, you know, I try to reach out to everybody I have on my page that has podcasts and puts out good material, and you put out good material. So, I was like, you know, let's see if we can do some some work together. Yeah, and I was like, oh, have you, you know, been in the hospitality industry, the service industry, and you had mentioned that you did bouncing. Yeah. I think it's very interesting because I don't think I've interviewed anybody that's been a bouncer, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of content there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's a different side of the club that, that, that the bouncers see. I mean, you know how it is. It's like you worked in the service industry, the the bartender see a side or the uh, the waiter see a side, the staff, depending on, you know, the club, they have a side, you know. So, yeah, it, definitely some wild stories, definitely some funny stuff. Yeah. So you were a bouncer. Were you only a bouncer in strip clubs or was it like other places too? No, I just did strip club. I just did uh, female strip clubs, yeah. Okay. And how did you get into that? Like, where did that begin? Um, someone I used to work with at another club became the manager. And you know, I knew he was out there and I was like, hey, man, you need any help? And that was it. You know, we worked in a club together. And so he saw how I was around yeah. women and stuff. Because you got to be careful who you pick as a bouncer. You can't pick like a thirsty guy or, no. you know, you got to be focused. <laughs> you need to like protect everybody, too, because that's that can be a really tough environment. Because you have a lot of guys coming in that could be like trying to get all over the women. And, you know, obviously that's what's supposed to happen, but there's a line. So you kind of have to be like the voice of reason. Mm -hmm. I've seen some women beat some ass too, so. (laughs) You know what? I feel like in that environment, you kind of have to learn how to do that and Mm -hmm. how to protect yourself a bit because that's a rough industry to be in. And I respect them. I think that they should, they deserve a lot more respect than they get. Because it's mm-hmm. a hustle and it is a job and you have to deal with a lot of bullshit. So I really respect those women. And yeah, for being a bouncer, I want to know what the ins and outs of what you were doing. I've worked at, um, what is it called? Dallas Gentlemen's? Dallas, I'll say yeah, DJ's. I've been there. Okay. So, okay. So I was there. <laughs> so I worked there and you know, normally I'd get there about like maybe like 10 o'clock because this one didn't. I think this was stayed open until 4 a.m., I believe. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was the long haul, man. And I was I watched the back door, so my job would be to let the the female entertainers in through the back door. And, you know, if they had stuff, you know, bring in their bags, if they had, you know, they, a lot of them have suitcases and all kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. So, you know, just to just make sure they get in and out of their car and inside, you know, in the parking lot in the dark and all that stuff. Just so that was kind of like my first my first job in handling the private dance section. You know what I mean? Okay. I had like, you know, the post-up job to make sure no funny business is going on in there. And, yeah. you know, the girls are okay. Cause you're in like a small corner, dark corner, one-on-one with the customer. So, yeah. you know, a lot of stuff can happen in a loud club, you know, yells can't be heard as quickly, you know, so you got to have somebody in that room, but not 
on top of you. Yeah. So I did I both of those say, like, Was there anything that ever happened that was like really sketchy or like, have guys ever tried to do anything that you had to like stop? Um, not necessarily to the girls. Um, we had some quick, quick guys that I worked with, you know, <laughs> a lot of quick trigger guys. <laughs> so if they did, they didn't get very far in their attempt. Um, but mainly, mainly what I had to deal with is just those guys that are just a little too intoxicated and, you know, my, Hey, you know, we're going to go ahead and call it a night and you just kind of have to escort them out in a yeah. nice way. Gently escort them outside. <laughs> Gently escort them out with a nice soft push. Yeah. Cause I could see guys like the more you drink, especially like they get more aggressive with the girls, you know? And I've seen guys get kicked out. And I feel like it's always like the really snobby white guys that get drunk and they're wearing the polos and they're like, I'm paying good money. I don't need to leave, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, you're yeah. obnoxious. Just leave. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, the sense of entitlement. Yeah, it, it doesn't stop even in the um, clubs. You know what I'm saying? People no, carry that same sense of entitlement that they have like everywhere else into the club. Like, do you know how much money I spent here? I'm like, well, that doesn't mean you can touch her like that. If that's, yeah, like, you know you what I'm saying? If she don't like it, then that's the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't own the women. Like you don't own anything in this place. Like if we're telling you to leave, you're leaving. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. my dad's the inventor of toaster strudels. And you're like, I yeah. don't care. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's not he's not here to catch you though when we bounce you out of here though. So yeah, <laughs> if you can remember what happened the next day, good luck with it. You know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, and then so did you bounce around at like different spots or like that was the only place you were at? Uh no, um, that was pretty much that's where I did my mainstay at. I'd say like the okay. majority of my time was there at um at the south location, I believe it was. Cause there's the North and the South location and I was at the South one. So, okay. but yeah, that was definitely a fun time. That was definitely, but I did work in some other just regular bars for yeah. about eight years prior to, and then like the, the last end of my working in bars was the bouncing at the uh, strip club. Okay. Did you like working as a bouncer at bars better or at the strip club? Um, I would honestly say they were kind of both the same to me. I didn't really, really? I didn't really, yeah, I didn't, I, I really didn't see much of a difference. I still had to deal with, men and women either way yeah you know uh at the strip club there's going to be way more men you know so so some situations you know I some situations are easier to diffuse when there's ladies involved than it is a bunch of dudes eight dudes it's sometimes it's easier to get two or four women separated than you know four sometimes. or five dudes sometimes yeah <laughs> yeah sometimes I put an emphasis on the word sometimes <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, it, it it really just depends on the person, man, and, and the night. I mean, but luckily, I've never seen anything get, like, really too crazy. There's There's been one time where <laughs> I think somebody, I don't think there was actually a gun in the club, but somebody yelled good, and and when I say, like, everybody broke out of the, <laughs> everybody broke out the strip club. Oh, my. Everybody broke out the strip club. Everybody broke out back door front door i'm talking about like i was like oh my god like it's first time i was like because I, I was worried about people getting ste like stepped on yeah you know because when you know when it's like that it ain't no people aren't worried about it and that's why i was kind of like oh i was looking at the ground <laughs> i was looking at the ground for people but yeah because that back door is about this big and you got 200 people trying to get out of two doors quickly Man, yeah, it it was crazy. So you want to find out like that someone's personality? 
You yell mm -hmm. gun and you see who tries to trample somebody else and you that they're they're the piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, you do you do get to see a lot about people's character in times like that though for sure. So yeah, but oh but yeah, because I saw some people just smooth stepping on women. I'm like, man, I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to do at that point because you know, as a bouncer, your job is to throw people out. But like in that situation, everyone's throwing themselves out, and you're like, what do I do now? Well, I'm gonna tell you what I did. I got down. I got down. So I was over there. Luckily, the pool table was by the back door where I was at. And everybody was trying to go through, so I just got down. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I could, yeah, because you know, you hear that, that's the first thing you're thinking is like, I'm not thinking run straight up. I'm thinking I need to probably drop, you know, make sure everything, you know, get behind some solid cover <laughs> or so, you know, I'm, I'm gonna peek up every once in a while and make sure everything's okay. <laughs> Let me peek out, see what's going on. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. I mean, that's terrifying. I'm trying to think if like someone yelled gun and I was in a place, I would probably drop to the floor. Yeah. I don't yeah, think I mean, I'd run. Yeah, I mean, if you're right by the door, I guess that's one thing. Yeah. But trying to go from one end of the club to the other, that's probably... You're yeah. actually going to get shot. <laughs> There's a better chance. There's a better chance, yeah. Yeah, well, so there was no gun, so everyone was safe. Yeah, everyone was safe, but it was it was just everybody piled out and everything. It was just a big fight, and maybe it might have been a knife or something. Or, okay. You know, but... Oh, my God, that's terrifying. So nothing, yeah. like, besides that... You've ne have you ever had to deal at the bar with, like, guys getting in, like, a brawl and having to deal with the cops? Um, brawls, yes. Um, not really, like, so much of the cops. You know, the cops come, they do their thing, they'll take the guy. You know what I mean? It's nothing really too big after that. But I've never really been a part of – I've seen some now, just being, like, just a bar goer. You know, I'm sure you worked in bars, you, you know, bartending and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. uh, have you ever seen one? Like, I've seen one, never been a part of one, or, like, while I was at work, luckily. Yeah. Because those can get out of hand because people have, you know, bottles and, and table, whatever, ashtrays. They'll grab Whatever, it. they can get their, yeah, and chairs uh -huh. get thrown. Yeah, I, oof, it can get bad. It can get bad, you know. I've seen a lot. I've definitely seen a lot of things. I guarantee you've probably seen more than me. I guarantee you've probably seen more. <laughs> I don't know. I figured as a bouncer, you would have seen so much shit because like you're the one yeah. taking care of it. I think my bouncers were just really bad bouncers and I had to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like I said, that's the thing. I've worked with some really like good staff. I've always had a good group of staff. Like we really, I think really like once or twice, we really had to just go hands, you know, and like just really just, okay. You know, like three or four of us and however many of them and, it tussled outside, but for the most part, if you can nip that situation in the bud early, recognize the problem people and keep an eye on them and, you know, you can diffuse the situation before it happens. That's the whole thing. I think, like, being aware as a bouncer and, like, paying attention to, like, how people are acting is so important because you mm -hmm. can pick it up before anything even happens. Right. And then you got to listen to your staff too. You know, like, you know, girls will come tell you, Hey, you know, watch him. He kind of, you know, and he not now he ain't doing it now, but just watch him and, yeah. and boom. And then, okay, we got him. You know, we're going to keep eye on him for the rest yeah. of the night. I used to do that too. I would be like, Hey, nothing happened, but this guy over here, I feel like it's going to progress and like, just keep an eye on him. But I had the worst bouncers ever. They were like on their phones the whole time. And I would yeah. really have to like, be like, Hey, pay the fuck attention because someone's going to get hurt. Yeah. That's the one thing like I, they wouldn't, they didn't really like, you know, of course, you know, you're going to check, check the time every once in a while, but 
I mean, head had to be on a swivel, you know, where I, you know, where, where the people I worked for, my boss, he wasn't playing that, that shit. He didn't want to, cause your head's down like this way, you're going to be able to say anything. Exactly. And like, <laughs> you know, yeah, your job is to like, obviously check IDs, but mm-hmm. that is like the least of my problems is that you're checking people's IDs, which also they were letting in underage people. Yeah. See, I, I, I did like a little bit. That's where I, I think my very first night, I only, only was there for like the first night I did the front door. You know, just the pat downs and the ID check and everything. Yeah. So I don't, I really don't have a big, you know, experience with that. I usually got put off other places, but yeah, that if you don't, you got, you got to really down, like you said, it's down to your staff too. You got to have some, if you got knuckleheads, you're going to get, <laughs> you know, knucklehead results. Yeah. I just, I feel like bouncers have to care. Like I get it. Mm-hmm. You're getting paid. It's your job. Just like I'm getting paid and I'm doing my job, but you have to care because also you can get in a lot of trouble. If there are bouncers and security, you're responsible for making sure that underage isn't there and like making sure right. that there isn't a brawl. So like you can get in trouble. Maybe you should pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And then on top of that, you know, you don't have that many strikes, you know, you <laughs> let one, let one person in like yeah. the bar is not about to lose their you know license because you can't read a life. You know what I mean? You can't read exactly. an ID. Or like you'll, you'll be out. Yeah, I don't have time for that shit. So I don't know. But that's, that's very cool that you were a bouncer in that industry. I really I haven't talked to anybody about it. I just know the bouncers that I know. And I'm not interviewing them because they have right. nothing to say <laughs> besides I'm bad at my job. Right. <laughs> so now you have your own podcast. And how long right. have you been doing this for? Right under a year now. So I'd say we're approaching maybe like about 10 solid months here. Okay, cool. And now, did you start it off for a specific reason? Was there anything you wanted to like, get out of it? Um, well, I've always, I went to college for radio and TV broadcasting. So I always wanted to knew I wanted to do something in broadcasting. And with the emergence of podcasts and everything and YouTube and all these other platforms, you don't have to necessarily go through a TV station to get on screen, so to speak. Okay. So, you know, you know, you make your own platform and here it is and but my main thing was just i know we have like a lot of fucked up shit going on every day and we can get that news everywhere and i'm not you know trying to minimize that or anything but i do want to like bring more light to like positive stuff that's happening and you know positive people doing those things because you don't hear enough of that it's not pushed it's not because it doesn't sell you know what i mean yeah 100 percent. i mean I think it is so important. I really don't watch the news. I really try to stay away from it because they put a spin on their own things and, you know, try to make things better or worse than they are. And I don't want to follow that. I don't want to feed into that. And there is a lot of people that just like jump on in and like start throwing hands when they don't even know like what's happening. So I think it's really good for people in every community to have a voice and just be able to like talk about what's going on in a normal way and right. talk about like the good things that are going on or how to handle certain situations. And no one's really doing that. Right. Right. And that's definitely, like I said, what I wanted to do. I just, if, if anything, I want to give you 20 minutes where you don't have to hear about that and maybe you can laugh or, you know, yeah. just forget about all the BS that's going on, you know, in your day, just for, just for 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. So, you know, cause yeah. we definitely need more of that. I love that. Yeah, I always like want to watch the news and see like someone saved a puppy or someone helped this old woman. And there's nothing like that. There are so many good things happening every day, but they're missed and they're just overlooked. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, you know that what they say, controversy sells for some reason, which it does. I, I don't I, I watch the news and I would just be depressed all the time. Like when I was watching the news consistently, that's what it was. I was just like, man, I cannot. But I mean, it, it goes to like what you feed into, like what you listen to and what you read and what you watch. You, yeah. That's all you put in. Like that's all you're going to think about. That's all you're going to think the world is. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's done. I think I stopped watching the news one month into the pandemic because I was just so saturated with all of that information and I was so scared that I was like, mm-hmm. honestly, watching this isn't going to make anything better or worse for me. It's just going to make me panic. Right. So right. at that point, I was like, I need to stop this. I need to get my mind in a good place, regardless of everything, because that's what's really fucking a lot of people over right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I have anxiety, so I don't need any help. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't need anything to help trigger that stuff at all. So exactly. Yeah. And no, I totally have anxiety too. And I need, I need that like happy and like the good stuff and all the good vibes. And I, I don't need any more bad. Just right. honestly, like ignorance is bliss to me right now. <laughs> yeah. It, it, a lot of it, a lot of it is, man. And it's sad too. Like <laughs> certain things that apply, certain things, certain, definitely certain yeah, things. Not like yeah. Everything, but just yeah. 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 Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> definitely. Yeah, the news is just, it's, it's too much for me. Like, I, I, I definitely, I'm, I'm aware and I stay in touch with what's going on, but yeah, definitely I got to microdose it, microdose it. Microdosing the, the bad, yeah. Yeah. It's like, you do need to know what's going on, but I don't need it, like, bombarding my brain every day. Yeah, because it's Facebook, you go there, it's Twitter, you go there, it's Instagram, you go there, it's, uh, I mean, it's all over TikTok now, too, it's, yeah. there's nothing, there's no platform you go to where you can't see, like, bad I want there to be a platform that you're literally not allowed to say anything negative and it's Mm -hmm. just like almost like a therapy but just a positivity like once a day people put out a video and they're like this is the good thing I found about today I just want that to be like put out there but you know what no one will fucking watch it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah you know what it will end up with a couple Karens on there and then (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that'll be the, that'll be the end of it. Well, you know what? This one made me just a little too happy, and I, I'm I'm offended. Yeah, I like the video taken down. That's what will end up happening. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, or oh, that's bullshit. Like that didn't happen. That's and it's oh, I don't know. People just want to find a reason to like turn it into a negative, or make it like about themselves or whatever. But no, I like that you did start this um journey so that you could just make people a little bit happier and make people laugh i think that's such a simple thing in life but it's like so underrated yeah i think laughter is like the the number one thing number one medicine for sure man because oh i mean you could be think about like when you've been like your most depressed ever and got a good laugh how you felt just even after the laugh was over i mean you might have got back depressed an hour later but you had that good feeling for maybe you know half an hour or whatever so i try to watch stuff that makes me laugh or smile like all the time that's literally what i on my timeline i try to keep it like that i don't try to like see all you know what i mean because it's just it's so easy to just jump down that depressing rabbit hole and i agree and like what's the point why are you gonna make yourself feel like more shitty Mm -hmm. about everything that's going on like if everyone just took a look at everything going on and was like how can i make today a little bit better for Mm -hmm. everybody just do one or two things in your day whether it's small or 
big or, and just make someone smile or make someone feel better. Compliment someone's outfit walking down the street. There's just little things that everyone can do. And if it's spread like that, Mm-hmm. we would just be better off. I mean, I try to do that even with just like memes. Like that's why you see memes like with well, the ones I share. They're either going to be something about positivity or something funny. Yeah. Like that's it. Like I'm not going to, I mean, I've had people, random people I don't even know have never met before. Like, hey man, like keep posting that. Yeah. You know, the well, memes think- like, or this mem really helped or I was really pissed off or hey, I needed that or, yeah. you know, just. I think that's why I started following you. I, and honestly, at this point, it could be like six or seven years. I don't even know. But I think it's something like that. Yeah, but I've just, like, always followed you, and I always like the stuff you posted. I've, like, reposted your things before, and I don't know. It's just, like, good vibes. It's positive. It's funny. It's just where it's, like, real, but it's just, like, still funny. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I like that. I like those vibes. There's not a lot of people that are doing that, so I really appreciate that you do that. Oh, hey, no problem, man. That's, that's That's what I'm all about. That's what I'm all about, so. Looking forward to have you on the show, too, so. Yeah, I'm so excited about it. Hopefully, I'm not, like, super hungover that day. Hey, you better plan accordingly, because we're going to be live. Oh, okay. I'll, I promise I won't look like the way I look now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll look like a human being. I have to actually work today, and I don't know how I'm going to function, so that's going to go well. Right. But, yeah, it was so great. I'm glad we got to chat for a little bit. I'm pumped about being on your show. And let's stay in touch, though, and, you know, chat. We'll send each other some good memes. I'll send you some, like, funny things. So we just keep each other in, like, good vibes. There you go. There you go. I'm down. I'm down. We'll do that. All right. Well, it was lovely to talk to you. All right. Hey, well, thank you so much again for uh, having me on. Yeah, of course. Do you want to throw your Instagram or anything out there? Oh, yeah. You can follow the Cloud Chronicles at the Cloud Chronicles podcast on Instagram. You can follow me at I underscore am underscore Johnny underscore Blaze and uh, the Cloud Chronicles on Facebook. Y'all check it out. It's streaming on iTunes and most major platforms. So y'all go check it out. Like, share, and subscribe. And also y'all go check out Just a Tip. Yes. Awesome. All right. Cool. Yeah. I love that. I'll tag all your stuff in it um, when I post this and we'll be fucking good to go. All right. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. You take care. You take care. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Just the Tip. I will be here every Thursday for your listening pleasure. Find me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please go ahead and follow both of my accounts on Instagram. My personal one is at Althea underscore moon. And the podcast one is just the tip underscore pod. You can DM me and let me know if you want to be on the show, if you have any stories you want to share. And I will see you fuckers next week.